Hey, welcome back to the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast. Today we have an interview with Kira Blazer. She is a doula. I'll read her whole bio to you, but I'm really excited to have her on this episode because we're going to talk about childbirth. And you guys know I'm about to have a baby, but we're talking about this from a totally different perspective in I feel like I say this word all the time in my episodes where we're looking at things that are counterculture. Well, current culture tells us that childbirth is painful and awful and terrible, something to be feared, you have to be medicated, all of the things. Now, Kira's perspective is entirely opposite of that. And I'm coming up on my fourth, you know, fourth labor and delivery here and This is the first time I've ever heard messages like hers, and they're so empowering. And, you know, if you are pregnant and you're expecting a baby, I hope this rocks your world. And if you are never going to be pregnant again, never going to have another baby, you know what? I would go ahead and listen, because this perspective is just life-changing. So let's do this. This is the Holy Healthy Mama podcast, where moms show up to live their healthiest lives. In season two, we are going to put a hard stop to feeling uncomfortable in your skin for one day or one second longer. If you ask me, God has a beautiful plan for each and every one of us. It's time to lean into that plan, take messy action, and show the heck up for yourself. Oh, and who am I? I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom weight loss expert, military spouse, and mom of three. Let's do this, friend. Okay, super briefly before we get to this episode, I want to remind you guys that you can join my free community on Facebook, the Baby Weight Support Group. Go join it. There's regular recipes, lots of good conversation, and you can access me there. We can have a conversation about nutrition and what you're going through, and I'm there to support you all for free just because you're awesome and I want to be able to connect with you. So I will keep this brief. Go find it in the link below and or search it in your Facebook app, the Baby Weight Support Group, and I can't wait to see you there. Kira is a birth doula and childbirth educator on a mission to bring the kingdom of heaven into the birth world, restoring childbirth to the blessing that God intended it to be. She's the founder of a heavenly welcome and loves breaking fear, imparting kingdom truth, and empowering women with knowledge and tools to birth their babies in the joy and presence of God. She and her husband live in Sacramento with her three boys, ages three to nine. As a family, they love hiking, adventuring, game night, and homeschool life. Kira, thank you so much for being here. Hi, you're welcome. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing well. This is fun. I'm excited. So I initially found Kira's podcast on fell in love with it because as all of you guys know, I'm expecting another baby. And so in trying to, you know, just prepare mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that, I came across Kira's podcast and it's been so helpful, like so dang helpful. 
Kira, I mean, can you just share with us a little bit about the podcast for those of you, for everybody else, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a podcast of encouraging birth stories. So I, in each episode, I interview a different mom and ask her to share how she experienced God in her birth. And I just felt like it was so needed out there because we are bombarded by negative birth stories and people love to tell their horror stories. And one of the most important things when you're pregnant is to be in peace and to feel excited about your labor and not fearful. And there are amazing stories out there, but we just don't always get to hear them. And so, um, yeah, I started a podcast where moms get to share the incredible ways God does show up at birth. And there's such a variety of births on it, which I love that there's not like one way that God shows up at a birth, but I think my heart in it is I would just open mom's expectations up that God could do anything at my birth and it could be amazing in so many different ways. So, yeah. That's awesome. I really, I like your perspective on birth because it's sort of the, um, it's the path less taken, I guess the road less taken for so many people, even believers, even Christian women. And, um, a, I feel the similarity, like it's real similar to nutrition and how a woman feels in her body. And a lot of times we just bottle these things up and forget that there's a loving God who cares. And we just try to do it all on our own and forget to even pray about it. Forget to pray about how you feel in your body, how, you know, how you're showing up for life the same way you forget when you're preparing for labor. So I love your approach. Yeah, totally. It's so easy to leave God out of things and to forget like he created all of this and to ask him his perspective and his heart for it and any instructions he has or tips or, you know, like he should be our source that we go to for wisdom on all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. First tip, don't forget to pray about all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we kind of, I know, we know who you are and what you stand for. Now let's kind of get into some of the nitty gritty here, like some of the real questions, um, you know, that women might have as they're going into childbirth. Like, how does fear play into it? You talk about this a lot, and I know you have a course on it and everything, but what does fear do to us? What is, how does it work? Yeah, fear is one of the worst things for labor. And and it's so ironic that so many women have so much fear surrounding childbirth. Um, but fear releases stress hormones in our body. And God created us to release these amazing hormones during labor and birth, um, oxytocin and endorphins. And those hormones, oxytocin is what makes your labor progress well. You need oxytocin flowing through your body. Um, to progress and to have a great birth. And, um, you know, oxytocin is the hormone we release in our best moments in life when we're falling in love, when we're making love. Um, And the most oxytocin you'll ever release in your life is during labor and specifically right after the birth of your baby, between the birth of the baby and the placenta. And um, so we know just by that design that God created birth, 
to be this wonderful experience for us as moms and to be one of the best moments of our life. Um, but when we get in fear, your body cannot release stress hormones and oxytocin at the same time. So as soon as you get into fear, it inhibits the release of oxytocin and it will slow your labor down. It will stall it. And the other thing it does is it increases pain. Um, because when we're in fear, it's our bodies goes into that fight or flight reaction where blood flow stops going to your internal organs and goes to your limbs. So you can run from danger, but that's not what we want to happen during labor. We want all the blood flow going to our uterus. And, um, so yeah, it's just bad. And it also inhibits the release of the endorphins and endorphins are God's natural painkillers. So when you are releasing the natural hormones of endorphins of labor, they actually meet the intensity of the contractions and should be taking away most of the, any pain sensations you'd be feeling. But once you get in fear, you don't have those endorphins anymore. And then you feel it. Plus when we're in fear, we just start tensing and you know, when you're tense, your muscles start hurting. Um, the best way to enjoy a contraction is to be fully relaxed. But if you're in fear, you're tensing your uterus instead of relaxing it, and that's going to hurt. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. Um, if you get into fear, it's going to make it harder. It's going to make it more painful, which often makes moms more fearful. But if we can cut that cycle and get back into peace and God's presence and relaxing and welcoming the contractions, we can get back to enjoying birth the way he intended us to. Okay. So the fear just kind of shuts everything down and it makes it a little wonky in like layman's terms, I guess. And you said whenever we can shut that down, we get into, you know, where we're supposed to be. Do you have, I know you, you have so many suggestions for getting past that, but if you could just give one most basic tip for getting through the fear, cutting the fear out, what would, what would that be? That's a great question. Um, it probably depends on the mom and what your fear is, but I definitely encourage moms before going into labor um, to ask the Lord for a specific scripture for their birth. And so, and to write it down, to put it up on the wall. If you're birthing at home, bring it to the hospital. If you're birthing at the hospital, but know what the Lord's speaking and the promises that he's giving you. And that way, if you start to get into fear, you know what to stand on and your husband can read it out loud to you. You can look at it. You can start declaring it. Um, just retraining, getting your brain back into thinking what God's thinking and not what the enemy wants you to start mm -hmm. thinking about and the rabbit trail um, to start going down. The other thing is if you're just starting to get fearful about the intensity level or the sensations that you're feeling, I think the best thing for that is a, a tool that I teach moms of getting back into this place of welcoming the contractions to your body. And that is just reminding yourself like these contractions are gifts from God because they're moving your baby down and we don't need, we don't need to be scared of them and we don't need to resist them. We actually need to like fully welcome them in our body. And so as it comes, as it starts like thinking, Oh God, thank you for this contraction. Like I like, it's almost like you want to give the contraction this big hug and fully welcome it to have its way in your body. And if you can get back in that place of remembering, Oh, I'm just going to welcome it. I'm going to hug it. I'm going to relax into it. Um, then that can start to break the fear of like, Oh no, here comes another one. I can't do this. Like, no, no, thank you for this. Like I'm welcoming it. And this is so good. 
and then you can get back in that place of peace and enjoying them again. And that works for your clients, right? The women who have taken your course. I've had so many tell me that that was the best tool that they took from it was actually realizing they could welcome the contractions and um, work with them instead of resisting them. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that. You don't see that on movies or the news reports. It's always terrifying and crazy and out of control. And so that's the narrative most of us know. And that's the narrative. That's the story most of us have to tell. Kind of sucks. (laughs) I know. And it's so not God's design at all. (laughs) It does not have to be that way at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool that you've seen it in many women. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why does God actually care? Why is it okay to give this up to him? Like how, how do we wrap our minds around that? Mm. Yeah, I think God loves birth. I mean, birth was one of the first blessings that he gave to Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, it said the first thing he said to them was, it says that he blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. And so this was like his big love gift to them his the biggest blessing he could give them and I so believe it the whole thing was meant to be a blessing you know so conceive of being fruitful multiplying so conceiving a baby and having sex together and then the pregnancy was meant to be a blessing and the birth was meant to be a blessing and then being parents you know and creating family and so I just so believe God loves birth he loves being a part of it he loves being invited into it Um, I've seen a vision of just angels, like in a room when a mom was about to give birth, like so excited for this baby that was about to be born, like heaven gets so excited about this. So one, I think he just absolutely loves birth, but he also is just an amazing dad who wants to be involved in every part of our lives. And so, and he wants good for us in every part of our lives. And it's not like, He wants the best for you in every area of your life, except birth. And then I think some believers have this mindset, but he wants me to suffer when it comes to childbirth. And because of Eve. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Such a misconception. Yeah. (laughs) We, you know, it's Jesus. Galatians 3.13 says that Jesus became a curse for us and set us free from the curse of the law. And like, we're not under a curse in childbearing at all. It is not his heart for us. Um, in my class, I don't have to go into it right now, but in my class, I go through the history of how we even got in that mindset. And, um, yeah, men are not under a curse anymore in their work. Like they can work without toil, without hard labor, um, without anxiety and women are not under one either. And we can give birth and experience it to be the blessing that it was meant to be in, in the garden. Um, so I so believe God loves it when we talk to him about our birth ahead of time. We ask him, like, what's your heart for this? What words do you have for me? Are there scriptures? Like, what do you want to do in this labor? I love, uh, what is it? Second Timothy 115, I think, or maybe it's first Timothy 215. Anyways, it's the one that says women will be saved in childbearing. And I always thought that was weird growing up. Like, what is that? <laughs> but The word save there I learned later is the word sozo and sozo means made whole, healed, set free, saved, delivered, kept safe and sound. It's this like holistic 
beautiful picture of salvation. It's not just like being saved from hell. And so I really believe God's heart for women in birth is he has a plan for us to experience like sozo healing and giving birth. So he has something really special in, in store for each mom who's going to give birth. And I've watched that happen with so many moms where it, their labor experience or the birth or some part of it was what God used to bring healing in their life, to set them free from fear that they've carried their whole life, um, to show them who they are in a new way, to show them who he is in a new way. Um, but he really does love being right in the middle of the birth process and using it to bless his daughters. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely want to talk to him and include him in it. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you explained what Sozo was. I've heard you say it in, so full disclosure here, I have purchased um, not Kira's course, but like the the CD that you have. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I've listened to a lot of those and you've used the word Sozo and I haven't Googled it yet. I'm like, what is that? Hmm. I'm just gonna keep my eyes closed and keep listening. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And it's so funny because Sozo um, like there's people who it's like a counseling thing you can go to. So people will pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars to go have a Sozo session with someone who will kind of help do this inner healing, um, work in them. So it's a thing. And, I just don't know that. Okay. And yet like we get it for free in childbirth. <laughs> so you get your own Sozo during childbirth, a whole inner healing work on your heart. You look this up. <laughs> How funny. That's funny. Yeah. And so, I mean, if anyone was interested in that, like Kira has these tracks that have paid like, I don't know, 15 bucks or something. And it's just really helpful to get you in the right mindset and right, like here are the scriptures that actually talk about childbirth and actually talk about breaking through the fear and like draw near to God and he will draw near to you, you know, like that's your time. And it's just really awesome. So I'm so glad you created that Kira. Oh yeah. You know, it's so funny. I created it for myself with my first birth. Cause I needed, I was like, I need to just soak in scriptures. Like I need to let truth wash over my mind and I couldn't find one. So I was like, I'm making something. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a powerful woman right there. <laughs> Entrepreneur speaking. <laughs> How funny. Okay. So something else that I have heard from you and other, um, you know, Christian based birthing resources is that you can pray for specific desires during delivery. And the way you keep phrasing it is like, uh, what is God bringing to you? Like, what are the gifts he's going to give you? Um, could you talk about that for a second and maybe explain it a little better than me? Yeah. Um, I would just, take your journal and go have a date with him and ask him, just ask him some questions like you would a friend, like, God, um, what, do you have a word for this birth that you want me to hold on to? Is there a theme for this birth? Um, is there a scripture that you want to highlight and just listen and like, see what comes to you? Um, are there any gifts you want to give me in this birth? And, I have found with each of my births that what he spoke to me was so specifically like exactly what I needed for that birth and played out so beautifully um, that I was in the right mindset for each birth, you know? So like one of mine 
he said, the scripture that he gave me was, um, it was from Song of Songs. And it said something like, all I want is to sit in his shade and to delight and savor or taste and savor his delicious love. Mm -hmm. And he's like, here, I just want you to delight and savor my love in the labor. And so that was, that was the scripture I like put up on my wall and was just, and the, so the playlist that I made for labor, cause I made like a worship playlist had a bunch of songs of just God's about God's love washing over me. Like, Oh, how he loves us. And uh, I don't know. I can't remember them all, but that is exactly what I experienced during that birth where I just felt like wave after wave of God's love washing over me and the songs went with it and the atmosphere I created in our home went with it. And um, it was beautiful. And then with my next birth, the theme he gave me is he said, you're going to be a wildflower. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That's fun. And so I had just different words he had given me and had that up on my wall. You're a wildflower. <laughs> and it was so funny because that birth was wild and it was fun. And it was like this quick two hour labor. It was so different than the one before where I was just kind of soaking in God's love and in this like bliss land. The, the next one was just wild and fun. And we were cracking up at how fast it was and like, what I can push already. I didn't even really have any contractions yet. And, um, but it was just fun. And my midwife, she was a believer. And I was laughing at one point, like, this can't be real. Like, am I really supposed to, am I really pushing already? And she's like, just, she was laughing too. And she's like, look at your signs. Like you're a wildflower. Like you, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So I just so encourage moms to ask him and um, he'll lead you. He'll lead you. That's awesome. I really like that. I think that, um, Sometimes it's hard to be quiet and listen and hear, especially in a noisy world. And I think that, gosh, just trying to hear is definitely challenging, but worth it. And probably something you teach very well. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. I was curious, this is almost a personal thing right here, but I have been, um, thinking about the specificity of things and, you know, versus surrendering. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've also already talked about relaxing and just being there and welcoming everything mm -hmm. versus I think um, when you dive into some of the resources that are out there, it's like you just pray for two hours and you pray for this and you pray for that and you believe and it's going to happen. And so it's kind of like, well, where's the line? Where am I supposed to really, you know, pray for something specific versus surrender and let it be? But what you're saying is listen, over demanding almost. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And it's such a good question because I see a lot of women run into this problem in their birth is that mm -hmm. they had they had put God in a box of what they wanted to see their birth look like. And birth is definitely something we cannot control. And it is so out of our control. And then they get really just, I will, I'll, I mean, it was me at my first birth. I had read some books that made me think that way, that if you believe in your heart and you don't doubt and you declare it, you stand on these scriptures, then this is how your birth will go. And it's not how my first birth went. And I ended up having to go to the hospital and get induced because of complications that came up. And afterwards I was so confused and disappointed and like, God, but what was that? 
And what I realized is I had totally missed where he was showing up because I had put in a box of how I thought he was going to show up. And um, so I definitely went into my next births with a very different mindset. And I love, I think the thing that helped me the most is I love Steve and Wendy Backlund. I don't know if you've heard of them, but um, they are speakers. And one thing that they said, they say is in life, it's really important to go into situations with faith and hope. And so faith is those specifics that we ask God for, and we believe him for them and we have faith for them. And for sure, I say, ask God for what you want. Like, you know, if you don't want to tear, ask him, like, I don't want to tear. If you want the labor to be short, Lord, I'd like a short labor, like whatever your specifics are. Um, he's just a good dad. I mean, I love it when at Christmas time, my kids tell me what they want, you know, and I feel like giving birth is like Christmas for moms. And so I so believe God's like, tell me what you want. Like, talk to me about it. And that he loves answering those prayers. And so that's the faith part. Like, let's actually dare to believe him, you know, for big things and that he cares and that he would want to give us the desires of our heart and to ask him for those things. But then Steve Backlund says, but you also need to go in with hope. And that hope is the safety net that catches us if some of the specifics we were believing for don't happen. And so hope is this confidence in the goodness of God and this confidence that his goodness is going to break through into my situation. And so in a birth, you know, that would look like if a couple of the specifics you had asked him for aren't playing out the way you thought, um, hope says, okay, but I know you, God, like you are such a good dad. And so I can't wait to see what you are going to do because it's going to be even better than what I was asking for. You know, like that hope of then show me what you are doing. And that's what I missed in my first birth. Like I didn't, I went in with faith, but I didn't understand to be looking for him in other ways too, if that wasn't happening. Um, so go in with both. And yeah, I think ask him for what you want believe for those things. He loves that. He loves our faith. Um, and then also go in putting the whole thing in his hands of a surrender of like, but ultimately I trust you, God. And ultimately I just want you to show up and ultimately I just want to experience you and your joy and your peace. And so you take over, you know, the, the whole labor and birth. Um, and then it's like, you can't lose, you know? So there you go. It's not, you're not going to lose if you're doing it with God. <laughs> you're going to yeah. be okay. <laughs> and then you're not caught up in disappointment over certain things because you're just expectant of his goodness mm -hmm. and his kindness and faithfulness. Awesome. Well, heck, I appreciate you sharing all of this. And um, oh my goodness, if you were to just leave us with one final piece of advice just for a woman who is either going to have a baby or is you know going to get pregnant or is pregnant what would you what would you say words of wisdom <laughs> um I would just say I would just want to encourage you to know that this is all meant to be a huge love gift from God and you don't need to fear it um he doesn't give scary love gifts. Like this is a love gift straight from his heart and you can 
soak in that and trust him in that and just receive it, receive this gift of bearing children. It's, it's beautiful. And, um, yeah, if you feel like the world has tainted your perspective of it, um, then just let him renew your thinking, let him, you know, either get the album that um, Kristen's talking about or, or listen to my podcast, but do something to start renewing how you think about birth or what you think about motherhood. Um, because it's really, really a beautiful gift and blessing and we can step into experiencing it as that and not experiencing it as a burden. Um, it's so interesting. I just, I've been listening to this farmer, which my son random is, we're talking about women and birth, but he was sharing that he toiled as a farmer for 17 years because he thought this is what farmers do. His parents were farmers. They taught him how to farm. He's, he knows like farmers till the ground, like this is what we do. And then he moved to this property that didn't have um, enough water in it. And he got stuck and he said, Lord, I need a new solution. And the Lord, all he had never asked, like he didn't ask God about farming techniques. And, but he finally started asking and the Lord started showing him all of these incredible things about the land and how to have it produced without you doing any work. And now he says he's been farming for years and does basically no work to it. And he doesn't water it. He doesn't fertilize it he just followed what the Lord taught him about the land and he's experiencing what we were meant to experience in Eden before the fall and before toil came into our work. And I've been so inspired thinking about that. It's the same for us. Like we don't have to just assume birth has to be what we've always heard or seen or what our past experience was. But if we actually ask our creator, Oh wait, what was your intent for this? And how do I get back to the original design um, he has so much, I think he wants to share with us. Um, yeah. So yeah. Story like that. And it, it calls to mind, I, gosh, I can't tell you where it is in my Bible. It's marked, but it's, um, this passage where it's like you, and I'm going to butcher it, you know, but sorry, you don't have, because you don't ask. And when you do ask, you're not asking the right way. You're asking for selfish reasons. So like what I take from that, I wish I, I'll have to like insert that in later in this podcast, but you, you can ask and you can have big asks and you can, you know, when you're framing it for reasons that aren't selfish, you, there is always a reason that's not selfish, you know, even in childbirth. So you can be a walking testimony to God's faith. So you can, you know, create a story for your daughters. There's so many reasons that are not selfish. So don't be afraid to ask and he then he will hear you and you know take it wherever he wants it to go but he's gonna hear you <laughs> I know and it makes me think of that verse that talks about like if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your kids like how much more does your heavenly father want to give good gifts to those who ask him like he's like waiting ask me I want to bless you <laughs> yeah right I love that I love it so much. Well, Kira, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And can you share with the listeners where they can find you? Yeah, at a heavenlywelcome.com. And um, yeah, I have lots of resources on there to encourage you and empower you in your journey of pregnancy and birth and motherhood. So, yes. All right. Well, 
Thank you. And I hope you all enjoyed this. If you have questions, reach out to me or your Kira's even on Instagram. That's where I have where I initially connected with her. So it's a, at a heavenly welcome. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will put it down in the show notes <laughs> correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and that way we can all just follow you and just enjoy all the goodness that you're bringing to childbirth and all of us who are in this stage of life.
Okay, so I really hope you found this conversation as enthralling as I did, and I hope that it did change some things for you. And I would love to hear from you if it was something totally new or if you have ever heard of this uh, perspective on childbirth. This is just, you know, something a little off topic, something near and dear to my heart at the moment. And um, reach out to me. Find me on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Find me on Facebook. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you thought. Can't wait to hear from you. God bless.